What's up, world? It's your girl, Ashley. We are back again here with the husband. What up? The, you were so <laughs> not enthusiastic about that. My bad. What up, y'all? Pick it. Pick it. Pick it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? I don't know. That was my DJ scratch. You sleeping? Nope. Okay. I slept perfectly fine. Okay. You got the itis? Mm-mm. Okay. Because you just won't hype enough for me, but that's cool. Okay. You, you get hyper throughout the episode. I will. Oh, okay. All right. Turn up time. Mm. Now, now you want to turn up. I just <laughs> came in with that. Sorry. What up? What up? <laughs> so thank you guys again for tuning in. This is episode two. Today we'll be talking about dating. Double dose. Hey. So I know last week we talked a little bit about how Fimor and I met. Talked about how he escaped the friend zone. So if you haven't checked out that episode, go back and check out episode one. Um, so like I said, we'll be talking about dating today. And hmm, we'll tell you a little bit of how dating was for us, some of the challenges we went through. But before we get into all that serious talk, I just want to know what was dating like for you pre-Ashley? What did that look like for you? What was that like? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess like any other guy. What does that mean? I mean, you had your ups and downs, and uh, you had good times, you had bad times, you had to, you know, almost to the edge of the world of being scared, or you know, you maybe had some oopsie daisies and some oopsie daisies, some oopsie daisies, okay. and some. Oh, I'm just going to kill this, you know, or... <laughs> Lord, Lord. Hey, guys, we have all that. Do you? Yeah. So I you... mean, I ain't going to say all guys, because some guys don't. So, were you a player? You consider yourself a player? No, I never, I've never. i never considered myself as a player. Okay. You sure about that? I'm positive. Okay. Never. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Never. <laughs> I couldn't juggle a ball, so I've... You could <laughs> You couldn't juggle it? No. So I figured, I was like, nah. One was enough at a time, just one at a time. That was was enough for you to handle for the most part. So that means there was an exception. Yeah. What was the exception? If we weren't dating, then then, then there was going to be more than one. Oh, so that's the whole talking stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm serious with you, then yeah, it's going to be one. But then if it's like, we're not serious or dating, nah. So, okay, help me understand this. Nah. So, uh, um, this whole talking stage. Now, me personally, this is just me. I've never been a fan of a long, quote unquote, talking phase because I feel like you don't know whether you like this person enough mm-hmm. or not to mm-hmm. be in a relationship. I, I personally don't know why some guys will drag this whole oh we just cool we chilling we good out for months and months and months at a time without putting a a title to it or like you know yeah that's my girl or that's my old lady or whatever verbiage y'all decide to use what is what is is that about i mean hold on time out women do it too y'all just slick with it i want to know from the man's okay but here goes from the man's perspective (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, because I said be- from the beginning, it's not serious. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so I can meet somebody and then, you know, we can based off of my schedule or her her schedule, whatever, we can go out a couple of times. You know, we went out two weekends in a row mm-hmm. and then, you know, life happens. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a relationship, so I'm not committed to you. I don't have to mm-hmm. constantly just got to keep the thing going hey i'm feeling you but Mm -hmm. i haven't put any whole investment into this so Mm -hmm. you know i could that could easily get to a month two months you know of occasional hey what's going on we keeping up with each other you know and at the same time like i said you know y'all do that too y'all schedules get you know depends on what type of woman you like to surround yourself with kind of women you like so you can find busy i'm using the air quote busy women mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who you know what i'm saying oh yeah uh i had so much to do today and you know i usually i've got this excuse i, I usually turn my phone off around about six so i'll put it on silent because i think she yeah. was lying Go ahead. yeah yes yeah. i mean hey but hey look you gotta take it with a grain <laughs> of salt yeah i I'd be just so busy. I had this meeting. I had to go here. Mm-hmm. Then I had to go volunteer there. And then so it's like, okay, well, we can both play that or we can both do that. So it's kind of like it goes hand in hand. Mm. So you can be talking to somebody using air quotes mm-hmm. and not and not have to be putting a label on it. So I guess, first of all, let me go back. I think people are going to make time for what they want to make time that for. Is, that is very true so but when does the talking stage have an expiration date does it not have an expiration date because for me this is just me personally that would have an expiration date for me i'm not gonna be talking to you for nine ten eleven a year i I, I agree men we have that too especially if we like okay you know i'm in a little moment i could you know pursue this a little bit more right. to make it see uh, where does this go and then you know we didn't put in phone conversations and hey because i know i'll just say for me for instance if i didn't sat there and said try to set something up a couple times mm-hmm. two or three times and i keep getting the curve yeah then i'm like i'm gonna step back mm-hmm. you know because obviously you're not ready mm-hmm. and then we'll just see where that goes Hmm, okay. So what about if a woman was like, okay, they're in a the talking stage and she's like, she expresses to the guy, you know, hey, what are we? You know, I want to be a little more. And they say, nah, like, why Why does that happen? Is it because they're just not ready to commit or because they're still juggling all these other women? Like, no, what do you it, think would be the main? See, see, no, see, 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 sometimes women just, you know, they like to paint a whole picture. Yeah. Than more what it is, cause some you know some just like to play. Oh, he's this, he's that. Okay, we y'all to just you right. You like, know, like took, the story I told last episode. Took it yeah. to the next level, yeah. and the guy's like, "Yo, we good." He might not. He might have some chicks on the side, or might be some other chicks, or he might not. He might be just chilling, genuinely chilling. Hmm. Because you know, some you know, depending on the guy. You know, you might have the one who's insecure. Yeah. You have the ones who uh afraid uh-huh. of, you know, past relationships. Right. So some, you know, just like women, you know, they like to, to fill you out. Right. 
One thing you're not going to do with a man is rush him to do anything that he doesn't want to do with you. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So, <laughs> I agree. So, you know, you know, sometimes it's 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 chaotic when, you know, yeah, y'all been talking for over a year or dating or what however you want to put it, talking for every year and you've y'all haven't progressed, you know. I think a year is entirely too long. That is too long to be. That is too long to be quote talking, unquote, talking to talking someone. To like I feel like at a, and I'm really stretching with six months. And this is just my personal opinion because you know I can tell in the in the short distance whether I'm gonna be able to get along with somebody or not for the most part. So I think six months is a good time because it want from one perspective you don't want to rush it, mm-hmm. but from the other perspective it's like okay. We're at six months, so I know now. I should have a good idea of whether I want to potentially pursue something with you or if I just want to keep it on a let's go get dinner and go see a movie type deal, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like there are a lot of people, especially with our age group, who are just in kind of this world where everyone's just talking, but there's no true commitment but then when the other person is seen talking to someone else, it's like, hold up, wait a minute. We supposed to be talking, you know? So I feel like they're, the whole talking stage is or can be confusing if there are no clear, this is what we are. Because just like you said, there are sometimes we as women, we have this idea. Like we're talking to somebody, you are our man, period. That's just it. Even though we haven't confirmed or had that conversation and i mind you are ours so when we see something it's like wait a minute then y'all hit us with the oh but we just talking that we were just cool i told you it was just cool you know so i feel like the talking stage um you know can cause can cause some problems honestly i do which is fine <laughs> and, I'm, and i'm glad you you brought up the age range because you know that also plays a factor as well because the dating me in my early twenties yes. not was not the same in my late twenties. Mm-hmm. So you know that 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 plays a part too, especially with men and women, right? You know, and at the same time, you know, just like you said, you know, the guy just told her, "Hey, we were just talking. I told you that." Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we just think you know, like we we you know we told you that. And that just went through one ear and not the other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Either it went over your head, it went through one ear and well, not the other. Well, trying to hear that, it was like, and then ah. the, the first thing we got to say, oh, what, well, you know, we lied to you. We didn't yeah. t- No, we told you the truth from straight up. Yeah. You know, it's just like y'all ignored it. Like, oh, no, nah, he, you know, we gone. You know, that's one thing women try to do is try to change a man. The man has to be willing to change on his own. I agree with that. You know. So, dating and being in the talking phase, you know, they're just different pretending on age groups. Now, yes, women mature faster than men. That is true. So, you know, me and you have been together, what, four years total? Yes. Actually, yes. Is it going on five or was it four? Four. four it's going on four okay mm-hmm. so you know right now we're uh just turning 33 so now i can't really sit there and say dating in the 30s pre you but i can say that 
you know, once you hit 30, men and women totally look at it differently. Mm-hmm. How so? I don't know what, because I mean, I've always observed this, like women, when they turn 30, it's like, oh my God, I just reached another level. Like, <laughs> oh God, the world's about to end. Oh God, I got it. I can't go shake my ass no more. I got to start <laughs> hanging out with these old women, older women with, you mm-hmm. know, who ain't got no man. And it, it is, it's like a woman. Then this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey, women, don't, don't hit on my comments. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like when a woman hits 30 and they're single, it's like they're in the twilight zone or something. Like they're caught in a whirlwind of something that they can't get out of. Yeah. Because they, they're afraid to, especially if they, you know, don't have kids or they do have kids, but yeah. they're looking for some stability, some help. Yeah. It's kind of almost like, oh, I didn't either lost hope or look, I'm going to just, I'm using air quote, do me, mm-hmm. you know, you start doing me. And then that's when you start doing stuff by yourself. You don't go out as much. You don't hang as much. Then you at the house, you watch Netflix, eating popcorn, you know, and they're not even going to the gym no more. We just taking that, that big old blanket and reading all these sex novels or just oh, <laughs> that sounds very depressing but, but then then you know next thing you know you're 38 39 mm-hmm. you're 40 mm-hmm. and then you be like you, then your mindset didn't change then mm-hmm. even with the whole decade like oh it's not gonna happen so i'm gonna just <laughs> wild out well, you know i think for 30 for most women it's like um We've we've planned, mm-hmm. and so we should have by the age of thirty had X, Y, and Z already accomplished. Mm-hmm. We should have be what we should be where we are in our career. Mm-hmm. We should have the man of our dreams, living in our dream house with however many kids, mm-hmm. a dog, and our piggy white fans. Mm-hmm. Like we have those expectations. I think that timeline um, really came from society, though, um, and I feel like. Society has put an unrealistic expectation of, okay, by this age, you should have accomplished one through 10. And if Mm -hmm. you have not accomplished one through 10, something is wrong with you Mm -hmm. or you didn't do something right. You know, I want I want to interject on that on that little snippet you just Mm -hmm. said, you know, I won't I won't say it's, it's part of society, but I won't I would say it's, you know, pretty much on your upbringing because. It's, it's usually like a generational thing uh-huh. because if you look at it, if you go back to your grandparents, you know, all their, all that, all it was was just trying to find, just starting a family. Right. And they were starting early, someone, like 15, right. 16, married. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just, just finding some, some type of independency for black people mm-hmm. and starting some kind of family mm-hmm. regardless. And that, and that was just the whole, just sticking together. Mm-hmm. trying to find a family then they told their kids which will be our group of our parents hey you getting out of this house at 18 right i don't care what you do <laughs> right right you know because you've been in here long enough <laughs> right <laughs> right go out there right. <laughs> and go do something with yourself they, mm-hmm. they, they they your grandparents they didn't know what it was right they just said go out there and do something right you know be a carpenter be you know, be building something, be, you know, just find mm-hmm. some, some kind of stability right. so you can grow up. Right. 
you know, all they knew, your parents, grandparents, your granddaddy and them, they were gone for days, hours, all day. Right. Grandmas took care of your parents, that's it, this, that, and the other. Right. All right. So, our parents told us, hey, I ain't, they, they did what they had to do. They, you know, they've been at, you know, FedEx for 30, 40 years, and, or they've been at the post office. They just found a job and said, hey, we're going to stick with this. But see, what they told us, go out there, go to school. <laughs> Right. Once you go to school, because, you know, coming up, when they told us to go to school, you you knew. Go to school, go to college. Right. You just, out of, it's for, and they embedded in our heads that once you go to college, you're going to come out with a job, regardless. Right. Of what you do. Right. So that was, that was your whole mentality, like. Right. Once I get to college, this is going to happen. You know, so you you was gonna find that career, and then I think, you know, the world with our generation it shifted, okay. like it was a major shift. Mm-hmm. It became yes, go to college, but then it's comes to the who you know. Mm-hmm. So that plays in a factor of, you know, I should have been, you know, it's it's almost like it's almost a lie. Kind of, sort of. It's almost. It's. I don't want to say it's a lie. It should be a better word than that. <laughs> but it's almost like it's a lie. You like, were bamboozled. Like I, I mean, I mean, I, I was one of those ones that thought, hey, once I, I knew, I was like, when I was in high school, I figured, hey, I was gonna find me my wife in college because you know that's mm-hmm. all I saw on TV, movies, right. you know. Right. How you how you meet her, man? I met her in college. We was yeah. And I thought that was gonna be me. I was gonna be married and by twenty five, probably had a kid, but. The shift happened, and that's not what happened. Yeah, I definitely think our generation is more uh, career-oriented and focused on, like you said, educational pursuits Mm -hmm. um, versus our parents' generation. Um, I know, and just talking to some of my friends' parents, um, you know, some of them met in college. Mm -hmm. And I actually talked to, when I was in school, one of the, the young ladies I knew, she said her mom... Um, her grandmother had actually told her mother to go to college with the intent of finding a husband. Mm-hmm. And when she found a husband, she didn't know, she didn't have to finish a degree. It didn't matter if she finished a degree and I was the objective was to just find a husband. Mm-hmm. So I agree that our perspective has changed more from I think back in there they were so focused on family. Now it's like, okay, go get this. Go get your education, mm-hmm. get that job. And we done that. And not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. Because there's so many successful, um, you know, people in our age group that's reaching, you know, mm-hmm. a, um, this higher level of Them success. Young billionaires. Yes. And it's, and it's so good. And I'm so happy to see that. But at the same time, they have all of this, but they love life sucks or is non-existent because they've been so focused on this. And now when they've achieved... Um, whatever their highest desire is, whether it's career-wise or educationally, now they're sitting there like, oh, well, now I want someone to share it with. Right. And then now it's complicated because I've been so focused all this time, not really going out, right. writing papers, doing this, doing right. that. And now and now what? Now what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And then that comes in when you reach a level of achievement then you feel like, okay, I should be partner or my helpmate or my person I'm dating or thinking about potentially being a life partner 
should be somewhat equivalent to what I'm doing. And I think it's hard to find someone mm-hmm. on the same level. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, you know, with our age group of everybody's being so independent. Yeah. Now, that's the thing now, being independent. Mm-hmm. You know, the the narrative changes as, you know, your your mother and our fathers and sister and the other is like, you're a man, you're supposed to do this, 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 this. Right. And you're a woman, you're supposed to do this, 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 and this. But the narrative changed because we're so independent. It's like, I can do what I'm supposed to do and mm-hmm. pick up on what the opposite sex or that- your helpmate yeah. can do. So it's kind of like now it's, 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 you know... What can you do for me? What can you do for me? Yeah. Especially, especially when you're real, you know, you you you, you didn't get to your career. Yeah. Now you're making your money. See that? See, because things are once you've reached to that good good comfort mm-hmm. level, especially when you, especially in your profession, mm-hmm. you're making money. You you you're driving a nice car. Mm-hmm. You see, that's different than when your parents was coming up. They had to do it together. It was hard. It was. Okay, we got yeah. this car together. We got this house together. Now, everybody's doing this by themselves. Yeah. They're getting the house by themselves. They're getting the car. They're getting the clothes. So now it's like, I, I don't. Well, I think the mentality too is, why am I waiting? You know, I don't mm-hmm. know how long it's going to take for me to meet this special someone. So why should I put my life on hold until right. this person comes? And what if they never come? So I shouldn't have to stop living um, because this person is not here in the right now in the moment. Mm-hmm. If I see a house, then yeah, I'm gonna get that house. And if the person comes along a year after I get that house, then we're gonna figure it out. Either we're gonna rent it out, you're gonna stay here, or we're gonna sell it, and we're gonna take the money to buy a house together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of where a lot of people are because it's you you can't stop your life for a what if mm-hmm. or a maybe mm-hmm. or you know. I mean, because you just don't know. Life right. is, is not predictable. Um, and so when you do come together and you have these independent people, which is just, this could probably be a whole separate episode, trying to kind of break down those barriers and get back to somewhat of a traditional role or whatever roles work for that couple, mm-hmm. that's a whole different ball game. It is. That, that yeah, that probably could be another episode. We're going to write that down. <laughs> but yeah um dating dating has changed it has so you said so yeah you were in your 30s probably well late 20s around when we started yeah it was in my late 20s so in your early 20s you already said you were not a player that's correct you were a one-woman man that's correct. <laughs> Unless you were talking and then it was free game. There, there you go. <laughs> so when you were dating, like, what did that look like for you? Like, how did you determine who you want, wanted to date? And how did you determine, like, this ain't working. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Like, what, what were those triggers for you? Um, I guess it. When I was, I guess, when early twenties, it, it had to be like a evolution mm-hmm. because it was just some of uh, 
I guess in the early, early 20s. Like, it was just some of, you know, trying out everything. Whoever was cute. Yeah, cute or who. Because, <laughs> I mean. You was like, oh, she's cute. I'm a day Because you think about it, it's like, you know, when you were in college, it's kind of like right then you're you pretty much going with somebody in college. So, let's let's go through that. So, you went one or two people in college and then, you know, you pretty much think that's you, you know, you're equal to your it's your partner. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the real world. Mm-hmm. Because I would say when you're in college, you, it's kind of self-contained. Correct. Because you're around the same people. You're in the same Classes, group of people. Right, 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 right. Going right. to the same hangout spot. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. So it's, 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 you know, you're not really facing the real world. But then, you know, once you leave college and then you face the real world, it's kind of like you start to see some everything. Right. You know, stuff that you wasn't exposed to as a child. Well, not necessarily a child, but as a teenager, then the progression of a college student. That's if you went to college. Because if you didn't go to college, then you got smacked with the real world anyway. But right. you had to learn at a harder. It was. I would say, it, I, I don't know, but I would think it would be harder. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're younger. And yeah. so you didn't have to deal with the containment or being independent without being at your mom's house where I had to go home. And now it's like, oh, yeah. I'm an adult. Right. So I can, you know, do adult things with you right. at 18, 19, right. 20. Right. Compared to when you were 16, you had a curfew. Mm-hmm. You know, dating is totally different when you don't have a curfew. Right. For those who had a curfew. I sure did. <laughs> but I rarely got to go out. So. so <laughs> and, and, but you know what's, you know what's, you know what's crazy? Like you, that's funny that you say that. For the for the, for the people who went to college, you know, we could tell guys, we could tell who was the chicks who, who 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 parents had them on clink clink lockdown at the house. But all you know, but I hear you. You can tell. But also, all of them didn't wild out. I didn't wild out. I I really didn't. I was, you know. Well, first of all, I was brought up by a single mom. So, I had to grow up faster than most. Mm-hmm. So, some of the dumb stuff that I saw my freshman year in college, I was like, child, I've been did that. <laughs> I've I, I been did that. You know what I'm saying? So, for, for me, and this is just me personally, when I went to college, I was more so, you know, I told you this before, I had the, the nickname of um of my of mama people call me mama because they said i acted older than what i was because i had just i did all my stupid stuff at home so when i got to an environment where there was there was still some supervision because i went to a private school a private college and they they had rules for freshmen we still had curfew as freshmen for the first semester um so stuff like that i won't doing nothing too crazy though Mm -hmm. but i do know what you're talking about i did see those that was just like Girl, girl, go sit down. Have a seat. Have several seats. You are doing the absolute <laughs> most. Like, <laughs> but look, but check this out. It, it wasn't just girls. I mean, guys. Yeah. we did the most. Yeah, too. I, I yeah. Would, I've done the most too because I would sit there and say this. Like for one time, me and my homeboy, it it was early on. This is like first semester. It's yeah. early on. We out there hanging out, girls in yeah. front of the dorm. Yeah. You know, we know we got eight o'clock classes. It's like six a.m. Mm. and we ain't been to sleep. Mm. The sprinklers coming on. 
Did y'all skip class? No, we didn't skip class. Y'all went to class? Me, did y'all go no. to sleep in class? It was a struggle. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we did it a few times. We yeah. we did some hanging out until the wee mornings because it, it was new. It was like, oh, snap. It's just 12. Used to have to go back home. But yeah. you didn't have to. You're like, nah, I'm finna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See what's, what's, what's going on. You, you, you know? So, um, yeah, early 20s. You know, it was just, just trying new stuff. Okay. Figuring stuff out. Trying, you know, stuff that you couldn't do or you didn't do as in a, a teenager while you, you know, depending on your situations at home. Okay. So, so pretty much your your game plan for, for dating was, like I said, you saw, oh, she's cute. I'm going to holler at her. We going to start dating. Yeah, like she's feeling you, boy, is. you know. Oh, okay. You know. <laughs> so that was a lot. Too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm feeling the kid. So, you know. So I guess at one point did you realize that looks alone shouldn't be the only determining factor. Like at what point were you at that like, time? Yeah. No, I wasn't. But what point did it? Like what point it was like, okay, looks like it don't matter. Like, yeah, she look good, but what else she working with? Oh that was like I was maybe older than I was past twenty five, probably. So like mid twenties is yeah, when it's kind yeah, of a yeah. light bulb like Okay, I need to look for more than just physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because I mean, if you think about it, then you know, you 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 getting you know your early twenties to your mid twenties. Now you're, you know, you're in the twenty one and up clubs. You you know you oh you starting to see a little bit more. Yeah. You know, you start doing a little bit more than. You know, you starting to evolve into right. who you are. Right. You know, you start to have you. You know, you still have your adult phases of mm-hmm. how you want to dress, how you want to look. Right. You know, necessarily the uh, the car, but you know, it depends on what your mindset. Was. But yeah, that's that's pretty much how it was. It was, you know, trying to get it together. Okay. Between eighteen to twenty five is trying to get self together. Trying to get self together. Okay. Yes. Trying to get self together before because a man has to get his self together before he figures that he's trying to do anything with a woman. So let me ask you this. I'm glad you said that. So do you feel like a man before he even approaches a woman, um, even on a dating level, should they have their stuff together? Should they already have be established in their career? Should they have like a house or at least a townhouse or something established, the car that they want to drive, should they have all that in place before they even pursue a woman? Or should they just kind of, you know, go to the woman like, this is where I am now, you know, but I'm ambitious. I'm doing this, 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 this. And I, I like you and I want you to rock with me. Like, what you think about that? Um, it just depends on the guy because, um, you know, he could still be in a, you know, a I'm trying to do this, this, and this, mm-hmm. but still, is is it? Is this all depends on what he wants to do with y- you? Okay. If there's, you know, it's an uh, attraction. Mm-hmm. So all depends on what he want to do because I mean, he doesn't necessarily have to have the house or the car, or the profession is just at the particular time in his life. Like, you know, what do I need with a mate? Okay. So you don't think that a woman should count a man out just because he is not, quote unquote, established fully yet, do you think? No, because, I mean, a woman, 
is her a woman's job that that a man looks at is I need you to make me change for the better. Okay. You know, and that's not necessarily you trying to change me. Right. But for me to look at you and be like, you know, dang, it makes me want to do better, better Mm -hmm. than what I'm doing or go the extra mile or do Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Because I want, because it's it's, it's all going to correlate into you having my back. That's all we want you to do is have my back. Okay. You didn't see the movies. You didn't see <laughs> the TV shows. Right, all, right. The, what's the couple of things the guy tell you? Baby, just trust me. Mm-hmm. Baby, I just need you to have my back. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all we need. Because all we going to, we going to handle, because we, we look at it as we're going to handle the hard part. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, the, the, we don't need the extra added stuff that y'all bring as far as stress and you getting on me and this, that, that that's. <laughs> That's not what we need. <laughs> we don't need that. Because if we got to worry about that, uh-huh. then that's not, that's taking our focus off of yeah. what we trying to do. Because y'all came on to say it's No, we, we need, we, <laughs> Lord knows. <laughs> so, <laughs> prime, exa- prime example, the, the show I was watching uh-huh. last night, American Soul, you know, Don okay. Cornelius, Bob Don Cornelius. Yeah. Um, he told his wife, look, you know, I have a dream, mm-hmm. and it's almost there. He can feel it. He can touch it. Yeah. You know, but it requires me to go to Hollywood. He wanted the wife and the kids to come on. Hey, hey come on with me. Right. Wife said, no, I don't want to come on. He like, baby, I need you. Right. I need you. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, you know, the development before it was at the tip, he was at home. Mm-hmm. The wife was there. She was all excited. He was coming home every day, telling mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. So, once he said, he gave her that moment where he was like, babe, I need you and mm-hmm. the kids to come here. Right. Because I can feel it, babe. I'm going to give you the world. Right. But I need you here. Right. She refused. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't want to go. He begged and pleaded. And he, she didn't want to go. So, when he, but she gave him the blessing to go. Uh-huh. So, when he went, it started a division. Right. Because... You know, hey, he he needed the back. He needed her to have his back. Right, right. And she felt worried and was like, "I don't think it's going." You know, mm-hmm. it's, and there go that it went that doubt. Right. And so it started the, you know, women started to come up on him and right. You know, other stuff that he having they having problems with, you know, with the kids right. and you know they didn't have cell phones back then, so she's trying to reach him. And right. The communication is not there because he's so busy. He can't. Right. I always come all the way back to the office to answer the phone because right, he's right. having the business. But long story short is he needed her to have his back. Mm-hmm. She didn't have his back because she was worried and stressed out. So it was like he's getting stressed because his family is 2,000 miles away. Right. And she's adding all this stress when he said, I need you here. Right. It would it would have made you know what I'm saying sometimes it don't look it don't make sense then but you know it's just a small things as I need you here. Okay. And then she wouldn't have to worry. She wouldn't be crying over the phone talking about well you didn't answer the phone and I'm missing you and we need you here. Hey, I needed you here. Right, right. You would have wouldn't killed all of that. Right, right. So what I take away from that is pretty much we from a as women that men would just want 
support from us. Yes. It's a little bit of understanding and a lot of bit of patience. There you go. <laughs> that's, there that sounds good. There you go. That sounds good. It's not always I know it's that not easy always now. the good that easy. And let me just put a disclaimer in. This is not for people who are just started dating like this aspect, the whole you know, I'm down to ride for whatever. You know, mm-hmm. this person for two hours, they, they can kick rocks twice. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about this is when we're at this point of I got your back. You know, we 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 deep in like if we not married, we about to be tight married. This mm-hmm. is not no. I, oh, I know him for a month and I'm doing this, this, this. And I got to fly. And no, no, child. No, no. But see, a guy, he's not going <laughs> to he's not going to put all he's not going to put all that on your plate at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna put all that on your plate, okay? Because he's still gonna do me. I'm still doing this, okay? We just, you know, we're dating, we're holding hands, we're hugging. So he's at we're, that we're, point, we're a man out. is trying to see how you would fit into his life right. and what you would bring to right. his life, okay? Right. We're, we're we're pretty much sizing you up, like okay, okay. What can you handle? What can you, you know? I'm I'm doing me, right? You know, and y- y'all biggest thing is y'all want to know everything. So y'all, what what is that? What are you? What do you have for me? <laughs> what are you doing? Why Why is your phone always going? You know, why are you going out so late and this standing there? Y'all want to know what's in the world, but he ain't he ain't he ain't put that worry on you yet because everything is still good. Y'all y'all still hold hands. Y'all going to the, all the concerts. Uh-huh. He buying you stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. And then once y'all want to know what's going on over here. And it's that like whole are you, cloud nine is turns into a whole thunderstorm. Right. It's like, are you ready for this? And that whole thunderstorm. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I you are not the person I thought you were. So, you know, I feel like people too, when they first get together for first meeting each other, everyone I think has like a certain type of persona mm-hmm. that they want to exhibit and they want to um, you know, express to the other person. And that go, that persona persona goes on for a while. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a, oh, okay, they like me when I did this initially, so let me just keep up this face, if mm-hmm. you will. But the thing about it is, you're not going to be able to keep that up for so long if that's not your true authentic self. Correct. So, I think that's part of some of the problems, too, that we run into with dating across the board, not just for our generation, not just for the millennials, but across the board, I feel like. People are not as authentic initially as I think we would want them to be. Mm-hmm. And I know for women, we kind of make our ideas or our thoughts, you know, based on what we we meet. Pretty mm-hmm. much your representative. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You meet somebody, you're meeting a representative, you know. So we meet them and we're like, oh, he's great. He's great. He's great. He's wonderful. He's great. He's great. And then something crazy hitting. It's like, man. He ain't y'all know the worst. So <laughs> I think that's that's one of the things that people are just not upfront as they should be mm-hmm. initially. What you think about that? Do you think that's a fair statement? That's that's I I give you that. Okay, I give you that. Okay, because I mean because uh, you know we're I would say this generation and the ones afterwards we're smarter now. We're yes. not putting our eggs in one basket. We're not. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't, you know, depending on the individual, we don't want to, we don't want to put the eggs in it and you take what I built and tear it down. 
Because some people do that. Or, they, they do do that. Or just go for the ride for the hell of it. Because, I mean, um, when I was, I guess, yeah, I would say when I was in my early 20s, you know, I wouldn't tell people, <laughs> women, where I worked at. Why? Oh, wait. Why? Because, you know, I tried it like once or twice yeah. at the gate. And then it was just like, oh. The whole spectrum just changed. Oh, when we going to do this? When we going to do that? Oh, oh, so they I, was trying to use it for your right, benefit. Yeah, okay, gotcha, right. gotcha, gotcha. So it's kind of like, uh-uh. Don't be with me because of that. Oh, okay. So what you told everybody you were maybe I don't know for some. <laughs> FedEx. <laughs> FedEx. <laughs> Which was accurate, but <laughs> I had two jobs, though. You're right. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, but I would just, yeah. you know, I work at FedEx. You know, and and they know what FedEx is, so it wasn't just you know. So they ain't know the benefits of the other. Job. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this: What was what's a? I guess you can take yourself out of it. Okay. But just give me examples of dating for women in their early twenties until well, just the the, the transition in your twenties. I'll say that. So. What are they looking for? What are their, what when is their I, mindset? When I think of early 20s, and actually I'm going to put myself into it. So when I think of early 20s, <laughs> you told me to take myself yeah, out. I did, I but I, I want to put myself in. Can I put myself in? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, In your early 20s, and I think this goes for both ways, but I think you're just looking to have fun. It's not, and I would say most, not all, but most is just. Kind of like how you said you were. You're like, oh, he's cute. Let's just see where this can go. You know, it's not so much, not at that point, thinking or dating with the purposes, I would say. We're, no one's dating for a purpose. It's just we dating for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know with me, that's what I was doing. It wasn't, I wasn't going in with the mindset of, oh, I'm looking for a husband. I'm looking for a lifetime, long-term boyfriend it was just he's cute he's funny we had good conversations sure let's let's date that sounds good to me you know (laughs) and so I think that's really the trend especially the early 20s I think around the time we get out of college what's that 24 ish area so around mid-20s I would say for some again not all that there is a switch of sort that's like, okay, now I got my degree. I need to figure out what I'm doing with my life. And I need the person I'm with to figure out what he's doing with his. And if you don't know, you got to go. At 24? Yeah. That was your mindset at 24? It was. That was mine. But. Is that a regular mindset for a woman at 24? It depends. It depends on, on where they are. See, all this is just depends on where they are. Mm. I mean, since I was surrounded with a group of women who were all career-minded, education-minded, um, I could say, yeah, because mm-hmm. around that time I had a couple of friends that were actually getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think another factor in it is who you're surrounding yourself with as well. Mm-hmm. Since I was surrounded, like I said, about with people, um, my friends came from from families where their parents were still married and had been married for years. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that was different because, as I stated, I came from a single mom. Of a single parent home, so um, I didn't have that as an example. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I knew it was something that I desired to have and didn't really know how to go about getting that for real. So, um, I would say, yeah, I mean, it, it also depends on who's surrounding you because if you are surrounded by a, a group who is man bashing or, you know, someone who is constantly saying you can do that by yourself, you don't need no man, you don't, then that's kind of ingrained in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and while my mom never did any of this, she never man bashed or you don't need no man. She never made statements like that. But just for me growing up, what I did witness from her is that you can do it by yourself. So it was like an unspoken lesson. It's like, okay, well, I know I can do it by myself. But for me, I just didn't want to necessarily. But I know if I had to, I could. So what's for me, it was like, yeah, I want a husband. I want someone. But at the same time, it was like, I mean, if I don't, then yeah. I've seen it done, so I know it can right. be done, you know? <laughs> so, but then I think, too, um, that's around a stage that goes back to the I want to be married before 30 thing. So now it's kind of like, I, for me personally, I was in a phase where I was around that time in a relationship I should not have been in and trying to make that into something that it was not. I was trying I was trying to make that relationship a long-term lifetime relationship when that relationship was only for a season. But I tried to extend that season and keep extending that season and saying, you know, oh no, it's gonna be all right. He's gonna get it together. He said he's gonna do this, never did it. Oh, that's fine. You know, life happened, he's gonna do this, never did it. Just continually making excuses for someone who I wanted better for them than they wanted for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think that's around that time too, where you try to, if you are with someone, try to mold them, or as you say, try to change them. Right. And so I was trying to change him into what I wanted him to be and what I needed him to be, and he was just bucking. And I'm like, why? Why don't you just do it? You know. <laughs> um, but the fact of the matter is, as you stated, I um, he just didn't want to change, and right. I chose not to accept that answer and can stay in a situation that I shouldn't have been in. Mm-hmm. So I think that plays a factor too around that age range too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say um, two things. I would say, you know, back in my mid twenties, mm-hmm. you know, you you gave me the example of the the surroundings you had, mm-hmm. and the professional minded people that was around you, and the family oriented people. Mm-hmm. You know, they had families, they had parents that was been together, this, that, and the other mm-hmm. for a long period of time. You know, I would say mine was like the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my parents, they still together, mm-hmm. you know, but most of my circle was single parents, mm-hmm. all the, all my guys. Yeah. You know, and they were great examples to me about what I mean by that great example is because I saw their struggle. Okay. I saw a lot of my friends struggle with being single fathers okay and i'm seeing the i would say most of them good right you know being there for their child and the the struggle that they had at that age of being a father Mm -hmm. dealing with child support Mm -hmm. dealing with you know arguments with their baby mama yeah the drama 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, the the stuff that comes along with it. And I was like, I look at it and I was like, I didn't want I didn't want that for myself. Right. Because I see the male's perspective. Right. Because I'm looking at the heartaches, the the things that they can't do. Yeah. You know, the 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 the, the struggle just to to do anything, you know, to as far as like holding them back from progression. Okay. And I didn't want that for myself. So I took it as a learning tool. But like I didn't I didn't want that to be me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I shout out to all my, my friends that are and maybe still be single fathers. Mm-hmm. You know, who haven't signed their significant other, but the ones during that time period that was like showing me mm-hmm. don't let this be you. Yeah. So you kind of took their experiences and put it towards your your dating world. They kinda right, right, right. Shaped right. that dating era. Right, for right, you right, right. Because okay. I mean, think about it. Like I don't, I don't have an older brother. Right. So I don't have a, a, a example. Right. Of growing up, of what not to do, what to do, or put me onto the game. Right, right, right. It was kind of like I had you to had watch a cheat code. Right. <laughs> so it was kind of like I had to watch my peers. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And you know I'm a what you call it? Um, I think before I do. So I watch, you know, watch others. Yeah. And see what the outcome is. I see their outcome like, oh, not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Gotta, I got to watch out for chicks like that. Mm-hmm. So that won't happen to me or I can't slip up. Right. So that won't happen to me. So, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, during that time period, I see, you know, what you're saying. Um, because it's you know relatable. So you pretty much develop some quote unquote I I say quote unquote like deal breakers. Like I know for a fact, like Oh yeah. This this oh. that you oh. do what? Oh no. Oh. For for the ladies out there, <laughs> y'all think y'all the only ones who have deal breakers. <laughs> y'all do not. Men have deal breakers too. Do they not? Yes, we Tell have deal breakers. And you know, depending on the individual, you know, some they just will stick. They will stick that man in anything. Yeah, yeah, they will. You're right about that. And, you know. And they have the heartache to to put up with afterwards. Right, right. I can't go do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I had, as I got older, I would say I had had some some deal breakers that was just like, uh uh-uh. Did your list grow as you got older of deal breakers? Yeah. Mind it too. Yeah. I think with maturity, you just start yeah. to realize more what you want and right. what you're not gonna tolerate. And I think it's just like you. I ain't, I'm not putting up with that. I'm just oh, not. Yeah. Not. Yeah. I mean, because I I give you a perfect example. Tell me of a deal breaker. Okay. Okay. So, um, this chick. Um, I'm not gonna put her name out there. <laughs> <laughs> the, Okay. That I that I met, you know, I would I would see her on occasion, just that and the other. Okay. And you know, it was kind of like that unspoken, like you know, we like each other, but it was never said or anything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I was just like, you know, went up to her, like, man, we're gonna go out. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, we gonna go out. Let's do, let's go. So 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 we um uh I think we were supposed to go out to eat some movies or something like that. Okay. And so. 
uh, I think I was, yeah, mid-20s. Yeah, mid-20s. Yeah, yeah, mid-20s. So, I told her, hey, I'm going to pick you up Mm -hmm. this time. Right. She said, cool. So, I get ready. Go to the barbershop, get chalk, gotta get that fresh line, they gotta get, get a little extra crispy. Uh-huh. You know, I got my outfit together. Yeah. So I go go to her house. I let her know, hey, I'm on the way. She okay. sent me the address. Okay. So I get to the crib, she tell me she's not ready. She ain't ready. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. you know, that's not a big shocker to me. Yeah, we take a little time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah y'all, y'all, y'all need a little minute. So that's not a shocker. Mm-hmm. So you know, I had already went to the door, but she wouldn't let me in. Her friend came to the door and was like, you know, she'd be out in a minute. So I'm like, okay, well, I go to the car. Got the car run, got it, you know, gas on on F. Oh wow. What? Got that for got and that. Let me let me just say this man tank is never on F, even to this day. If it's my, past half. Yeah, put yeah, because if it's past half. Oh, it's something serious. So it was on F. Oh, this was serious. Go ahead. I had to put that in there, Chad. This you put, on F. Put my business out there. Sheesh. I think I see your car on F twice since we've been ago. <laughs> Have I ever run out of gas? You haven't. You've been close right. to it. All right. All right. All right. We ain't never pushed. <laughs> I have oh. never had to push my car. Mm. I know my car. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Why are you trying me? <laughs> Anyway, so I'm in the car. You know, I didn't. I didn't already made the mix CD that I'm gonna play in the oh, whip. Lord. Yeah, you gotta have that mix. Lord. Okay. You know that for that vibe. Uh-huh. You know, then next thing you know, I'm been. It's been. I've been in the car like thirty minutes. Thirty so, minutes. Yeah, I've been in the car about thirty minutes. She had so, the shower and shave, didn't it? I don't know, but <laughs> she said she was, So she texts me and says she wasn't ready. So I said, "All right, cool." So I'm like, "I'm hungry." So I go to the Burger King. Already be some food. So you went eight with a. <coughs> you so trifling. Go ahead. So I mean, am I trifling? But you didn't have me sitting out in this car thirty minutes after I didn't. After you didn't. Hold on. Let's think about this. No, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't told you what time I'm pick you up, but okay. I didn't told you I'm on the way. Right. So that's time. That's fifteen minutes there. Yeah. Then I get there. Then mm-hmm. you tell me you're not ready. So I said another thirty minutes before I go to the Burger King. So that's 45 minutes. I would have just rescheduled. I'm like, you tripping. We could have just stayed in the house. Y'all but apparently. Right. But I don't think was Netflix t- was out by then. Well, it wasn't. Okay. Was it wasn't. So y'all can do Netflix and chill, but not mine. It wasn't. <laughs> so it wasn't a Hulu. So I went to Burger King, came back. They got me, grabbed me a little quick sandwich. Yeah. So that's an extra 10. Mm-hmm. So she's ready. She comes out. Okay, cool. She, she better be it. dressed in the nines all this time. She, so, <laughs> she better have on fur, pearls, diamonds, <sighs> honey. She better been, I mean, sharp as a tack. So she come out. What she have on? She had a top and some jeans. Just stop. Go ahead. <laughs> but she, what's crazy is she had her boots in her hand. You know the ones that go up to your knee. Okay, so the knee boots. Why she? So she still won't dress at all this she, time. Right. She she come out there with flip flops or the slides or whatever. Yeah. She gets in the car. Uh huh. She you know okay. So I'm like, cool. We didn't already threw my time schedule off. Okay. So I'm like, all right. We're not finna go see this movie. Gotcha. All right. I didn't tell her that, but I'm like in my head, we obviously not gonna see this movie because you late. Right. You late late. 
<laughs> so we just gonna get some eat. So I had already made. I forgot where we was supposed to be going. Yeah. But as we're going to the restaurant, I see her turn the light on in the car. Okay. All right. So I see with these rubber bands around her arm. Now I'm not a chick. I don't wear boots. No, mm-hmm. no. What you call them? Knee boots. Yeah. All right. I know you're supposed to wear tight jeans with these boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't have tight jeans on. Mm, so what she would do, I think they were kind of like, they were baggy-ish. Ish on the bottom? Yeah, at the bottom. the ankle part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So she was over there using the rubber bands to hold them together so she can put them boots shut on. Up, shut up. I was like, what shut up, shut this? up. Did you say something to her? Nope. Why you ain't say nothing? What, what am I supposed to say? What the hell you doing? <laughs> I had that in my head. Like, what the hell is this? No, you ain't supposed to let me see that. You ain't supposed to let me see that. She ain't do that, babe. So, in, yes. So, oh, in I my head, t- I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't know what type of chick this really, this person really is. No, we ain't finna go to the restaurant. No. <laughs> what? You done switched the restaurant? I done switched the restaurant in the mid, in mid drive. Switched the restaurant. So, okay. So, really, it sounded like you had a nice place in mind and you just said, no. Nah, yeah. Just because she had rubber bands right, on Right. And you trying to, and you showing me that you trying to put this on. Like, don't they cut off your circulation? I don't that know. I ain't never put no. I, I mean, no I like haven't that. either. I'm just, that's, okay. Right. So, we go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Girl, if you listen, whoever this is, I know you know. <laughs> I want you to listen. Contact us because I want to know. <laughs> If your legs and your foot can breathe after that, like girl, that's crazy. Man, it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a turn off, like for real. It was slick, like really. How old are you? And she was older than me, so I'm thinking like you, you, you supposed to have your stuff together. So what? Okay, so what if you? So what if you did not see that, and then you would uh continue to date her, and you saw it later? I would say maybe six months down the line, would your reaction would that still would have been the deal listen, breaker? Listen, or? listen, for the fact I'm not even gonna go that far. The fact that I saw that first day that she was that comfortable to let me see that the first date, so, the first date. So she was too comfortable, is what you think? Is what you're saying? You think she was too comfortable? I don't know or what it was. You, do you think there's just certain things you should not reveal yes, or show the yes, other person, especially on the right. first date, until they actually are able to formulate an actual right. opinion or right. about you? Right. Okay. Right. So even if she was this great person, you were really never known because she showed you that you were just like, oh, uh, that's what yeah. it was. Okay. I mean, okay, think about it. Would you have done that to me? I wouldn't have, but I would have had the appropriate pants though. But that's just me. So, I, and even if I didn't, I I wouldn't use no rubber band. I just would have rolled them up real cute. But the boots would have already been on though. And you already like late. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm looking at this. It's all bad. All bad signs. See, see, that's the thing. By people sometimes the signs are in front of you. Yeah, right there, and you just be <laughs> ignoring it. I saw that and was like, no, <laughs> no. So, I mean, what, but what about that specifically that said, oh, this is a deal breaker? Was it, I mean, what about her putting rubber bands on her legs? Was <laughs> just like, okay, for, th- was that like, listen, oh, she got bad judgment? Listen, like, what did that translate? I know the to? listeners already calling me bougie <laughs> right now, but I was, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. <laughs> if I, hey, if any guy out there to sit there and say, yeah, that ain't no deal breaker, so what? You holler at me and be like, bro, that's okay. After she ain't let you sit, 45, 50 minutes. Wow. 
And she come out there still undressed. Did you take her to Burger King? No. Where's y'all? I, <laughs> I said I took her to Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. Okay. We was a little sports bar. So, you know, she. Uh, okay. Did she eat her, her chicken properly for you? Still, was she still she, finger she licking? Okay. She ate fine. Um, the, I think my mind was already blown. So, the convo wasn't really. So, you was over it after you started for real. <laughs> you should just turn the car around and drop Slick. We never went on another date after that. Did you just now? How did you end that? Did you just say when you dropped off? Oh, it was nice. Did you just stop calling? Did you say this ain't gonna no, work? No, I, like, I saw her you... previously after that, like a couple times after that. Not, I mean, from where I would usually see her. Oh, okay. So but not we, on the dating thing. No, we wouldn't. No. So did you? You didn't tell her at all. Like we're not nope. going on another date. It nope. was just you dropped off and was just like if you start out and about. Oh, hey, how you doing? That's how. It, no, it was still the the the. The conversation of where I would see her. So, yeah, I still converse. Yeah, we still converse where I would see her. Okay. You know, like it was normal, but I didn't bring up, let's go on another date. Okay. She, you know, I think she did like a while, a little while later, maybe a month or two later. She might have, man, why we ain't went out no more? This, that, and the other. I, yeah. And what, what what you say? I don't remember. I You done came I, up with a lie. That is sad. I don't, I don't remember. That is sad. I don't remember. Why you do that girl like that? You should have just bought her some leggings. <laughs> as, as long as she kept me waiting, she could have went and bought some leggings. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm, interesting story. Okay, so I'm, I'm sure you have one. I have a couple. Let me see. So, okay, let's start off with this. So, it was... It was... This guy... Um, friend of a friend was like, "Oh, you know, I think I'll be good together." Yada 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 yada. I was like, oh, "Okay." Saw a picture of him. Was like, you know, he ain't really my type. He's not the typical guy. We'll go for. Um, because my type was tall, over six feet. Brown skin, dark skin type. That's oh my that's god, my that type, long, okay? dark, t- tall, dark, and handsome. That's my type. Well, I ain't no, dark. And, and y'all, my husband is average height and light, bright, and close to white. But I love my little honey bun, <laughs> ladies. That's just a you know, a little you know, what you always what you think you want is not what you really need. But Amen. Don't anyway. block your blessings, right. <laughs> But anywho, um, this guy did not meet my tall, dark, and handsome requirement at all. Um, he was the opposite. He was dark, but that was about all he had. Um, but we had a few phone conversations and it was like, oh, okay, this guy's funny. I like funny guys. I like to laugh. So we, we decided that we would just meet up. I don't know if you want to call it a date per se. I guess you could. Um, but it was just something like, I wanted to, I suggested ice cream, nothing real crazy. The thing about me too is. When I go or when I was going on dates, I will always meet the person there because if I didn't like them, I ain't want to be stuck trying to find a ride. So I want to just be able to get up and leave when I want to leave. You sound like a good date. (laughs) Guys will love you. You know how the guys will love you when they know, hey, I'll meet you there. Bet I ain't got to waste my gas to come get you. (laughs) You got points already. I ain't want to do all that. And the, one, the other thing about me, too, is whenever I went on a date with somebody, I always had my own money. And I did that for several reasons. One, because sometimes guys, some guys get the mindset, oh, I paid for all this. So 
as a repayment, you need to spread your legs. That was not going to happen. Two was because I never wanted any guy, depending on how the conversation was going, to feel like they had something to hold over my head. Like, oh, you remember that time? Like, I did this and I bought this and I did. You would never have to worry about that. And the third reason was, just in case you ain't got no money and your stuff gets declined. Okay. So as the story goes, get to the place. Keep in mind, we went somewhere cheap, y'all. We went to Chili's. Okay. It was close to both of us. I was like, fine. Chili's got a good little brownie dessert. <laughs> Hold on, time about Why my... did you say cheap? <laughs> it, because it is cheap. <laughs> Chili's is cheap. Chili's is cheap, Keep honey. going, keep going, keep going. Okay, so here I am, you she know. I, now, keep in mind, let me give you another disclaimer. This person has always, the person I went on a date with, in all of our conversations in some shape, form, or fashion, mentioned he got money, he made good money. Now, he where he worked, he should have been making good money. He should have. Now, I don't know if he was making the money he claimed to have, but yeah, I just keep that in mind. So anyway, we go to Chili's. I get there. He's already there. I say, hey, what's up? I sit down. We begin to have a conversation. I order my dessert. He had already had a drink before I got there. I think he ordered two additional drinks while we were sitting there. The check comes, y'all, okay? Keep in mind, the check is three drinks, one dessert. Okay? Mm-hmm. This man who said he makes all this money, got all this, he do this, he do that. His car gets declined. And so. Very embarrassing. It was embarrassing. So he tells the girl, you know, oh, try it again. No, that's not right. That's not right. And he over there fumbling on his phone, I guess, trying to check his account. She comes back again, was like, no, sir, it's not going through. So he looks at me and I look down at my cell phone. (laughs) because i want to see how he's gonna handle this situation so he over there just fumbling with his cell phone fumbling 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 and i was like yeah so i motioned for the waitress to come over and i told her i said you can go ahead and split up our our bill (laughs) 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 he on his own ain't he Absolutely. Because there is absolutely no reason. There is absolutely no reason you cannot afford a dessert and three drinks. That was less than $30. Listen, it might have been a bank issue. Whatever it was, <laughs> we did not see each other or speak to each other ever again after that time. Oh, right? Did he reach yeah. out? Honestly, I can't remember. I think he, let me think. No, he did. He did. He did reach out. And then um, when he reached out, I think he was trying to be funny, trying to lighten the mood from the and you, debacle. And you was already like. Yeah, I was already annoyed by that. Um, but I think in him reaching out to the text message was inappropriate. What I what I deemed to be inappropriate in that stage of us, I guess, getting to know each other. And so when I told him that he then was like. Ain't nothing wrong with that text. He's long, he's pretty much told me that how I was feeling was wrong, uh-huh. which was another turnoff. And I'm like, so you not? How about this? How about you just stop contacting me? We can just drop that deal. You told me. Yeah, I did. Oh. Because that's crazy. Like I don't have I don't have time for this. Because mm-hmm. you can't even buy me 
a brownie sundae. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So so check this out, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so let's go into this this critical part of dating. Okay. The disappearing act. What's the disappearing act? I th- because, you know, men and women have two different types of disappearing act. Okay. So, you know, with y'all, it's like, we hit y'all up. Mm-hmm. And we hit y'all up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hit y'all up. Yeah. And we get no response. Yeah. Or it's a, oh, I missed your message. And this, this. So, explain the woman side of the disappearing I'm using air quotes. <laughs> Act the because we don't want to deal with y'all. Mm. Okay, and <laughs> two because sometimes uh, not knowing how to verbalize that mm-hmm. or not wanting to hurt the other guy's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, it might just be a sensitive situation. I used to one time. I can only think of one time where I really disappeared, if you will. Um, this was a guy I had actually met. <laughs> actually met it at, at church and he was <clears throat> he was older and he was a minister so I had I had different expectations for him I'm gonna find out he was just crazy side the other ones um but <laughs> I disappeared on him long story short we went out a couple of times I would say maybe two or three mm-hmm. and the first time I was annoyed because we went out and I think, you know what happened? You were calling me. My phone was on the oh, table. Oh, it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> my phone was on the table was what was going on. It was on silent. It was on the table. Him and I were um, eating and you had called. I didn't answer. And you know how you used to call me back to back back then. So I think you had called me like three times in a row. So the first time I saw your call, I kind of looked down. And I just stopped it from buzzing. Continued having conversations with this guy. You called again, so I looked down. And I was like, oh, okay. Still conversing back and forth with this guy. And you called a third time. And I picked up the phone. Hmm. And I told you I was on a date. And you still wanted to have a conversation with me. I'm like, bruh, I'm on a date. Like, I'm going to call you later. And so when I hung up the phone, he, um, of course, was looking at me. He was like, well, who was that? I said, oh, that's my best friend. And he said, well, why did he call you so many times? So just that one question irritated me because I'm like, first of all, why are you all on my phone? And I've known you for all of 2.4 seconds. <laughs> Let's start there. Second of all, clearly I'm not trying to hide nothing because my phone is on the table, sir. It's on the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the problem? So he then proceeds to say how typically in his relationships, he doesn't like for his woman to talk to other men, period, friends or not. And I said, "Mm, that's not going to work for me. And I just left it there. So that really should have been my first flag but we went out again um dang that sounds like a cock blocker (laughs) (laughs) we we went out again like a few weeks later i think we went to the to the beach this time and just kind of hung out at the beach um and 
I cannot remember exactly what he said, but whatever he said was just like a what type of situation. Um, and it was, it was, I don't know. I just felt like he, mm, he, he just won't all the way together as mm-hmm. he, as I felt he should have been at the age that he was in at, and he had a child. That was another thing. Um, don't get me wrong. I love children, but I had already dated someone with a child and a whole baby mama. Job. I, I ain't got time for that. So that was on my list. I, I just don't want to deal. I don't want to deal. And so instead of with him, instead of me saying like I did with the other guy, listen, just don't call me with him. I didn't do that. I just ignore him and I ignore him because one, um, a family member of mine belonged to the same church that he was a minister at. So I was trying not to cause a, uh, I guess, tension between the two of them. And I didn't want it to be weird. You know, me telling them, and like, this man, da, 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 da. I, didn't, I didn't want that to happen. So mm-hmm. instead of me causing that tension and that potential conflict, um, I just straight up, I ain't say nothing. And he was still reaching out, still reaching out. Um, it did get to a point where I ran into him again. I went to church again with that family member. And he was there. And I was like trying to duck a dodge, <laughs> get out of church. And he stopped me. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, and so he asked me about it briefly. He said, do you mind if I call you after, you know, after I leave here, after I leave church and get settled? I said, that's fine. So he called me. He was like, you know, I just want to know, you know, what's, what was kind of going on? Why were you avoiding me? So to say, so it was at that point that I told him, but that was months down the line. So, you know, it could be different reasons why people disappear, quote unquote, you know, whether they don't want to deal with it, or whether it's a situation that might be potentially cause tension or be problematic for somebody close to them. You know, it's a lot of ways. What about men? Oh, well, I mean, for men, it could be, you know, numerous of things, you know, mm-hmm. it could be, you know, cause I mean, cause the way we get it is, oh, why are you acting funny? Yeah, yeah, we get yeah. the we get the why you acting funny. I'm like, and us men, we like y'all y'all diss us or dismiss <laughs> us. So uh-huh. why is it different for for men? We can dismiss you too. Mm. Yeah, I mean it goes both ways. I mean, mm. that's harsh. I mean, I, I think a lot of women don't um they don't like don't ex- yeah don't like that. We don't accept it. Like, no, you can't diss me. Like, I'm the one. Right, that should be right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean, you know, you guys got got it's it's several you got several things because you get the, you know, you get the guy who's in a relationship or dating somebody, and they was like, well, I'm trying to break this off, and then they tell her, hey, you know, this ain't gonna work, and then you get the one who says, oh, you're not leaving me. <laughs> oh Lord, right? We got the psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you're not getting rid of me. <laughs> or you got the you got the one or. Uh, you know, oh, what kind of, what do you want me to do to change? And I can, I those can, those are ones that got low self esteem. I can, I can change what I can do better. <laughs> they got then, low self esteem. Then next thing you know, we every time I'm talking to you, there's a checklist because she's <laughs> not, I'm not a checklist. <laughs> she, she's going through a checklist. Okay, did I do this? Did I do that? And then yeah. it's not real. Then yeah, you know. And then you still have we can get annoyed too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the, the things you say the you know, the the stuff that you do, you know, some things can be just straight up just deal breakers as far as like, you know, you coming up way too strong of, oh, you know, 
I expect this, 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 and you know, guys like this. So I'm not putting up that shit. This, that, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so do you think it's in their delivery or is it just in some, there? Some, some, because I think it goes both ways. Because some okay. guys can be too yeah. much of, like you said, oh, I make this much money. This, that, that can be a deal breaker for you, for women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same way for for for, for a man. If, you know, it depends on what you're talking or what he looking or what he hearing. Yeah. At the gate, that could be a deal breaker. It'd be just like a. So we, you know, it's it's more like a, you know, some guys can be, you know, with the dismiss if you know just the same thing y'all do fade, you yeah. know, not to respond, ignoring, yeah, yeah, yeah. because you know what I gotta say, you might not take it. You we don't know how you're gonna take it, you know. So you just opt out, right? You okay. know, I mean, I can be guilty of that. Uh-huh. I can be very dismissive. Yeah, that's just <laughs> maybe probably a. Uh, Part of my personality, but yeah, you know, yeah, he had to get that together when he married me. I'm just telling y'all because you ain't finna dismiss me, okay? I am not a class, you ain't gonna dismiss me. Get your stuff together. I have never had to dismiss you, (laughs) I didn't have to get nothing together. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I can, I when I was when I was dating, I could be, you know, that was one of my things i would do if you know just being a human being yes i've gone through the i don't want to deal with you and then next thing i know for some reason you still hanging on like a a tick or something you Not just you child. won't you won't leave <laughs> you like, won't leave trying to burn her off right you just come in. <laughs> you still hanging on <laughs> sucking your dry <laughs> that's why you here but then it gets into but then that's that's when you get into the um uh, that some of my brothers fall into of the that trap What's the trap? Oh, child. Well, tell me about that the trap. trap because it because you know that it's this is not what you want. Okay, but for some reason, you know she's still hanging on. It's like okay, well, it's convenient. So it's convenient. Yes. So a lot of guys. So why do guys do that though? It's con- it's convenient because look, we di- we didn't. It's like now it's like I didn't told you. I don't, I don't be with you. This ain't gonna work. You still hanging on, trying to make it work. So it's like, you know, we can't physically beat you up and tell you <laughs> to, to leave. To, to go. leave. Yeah, yeah. To go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so if we just do less, you know, maybe that'll work. You know, we feel it. You know, hey, we just do less, and then sometimes that don't work because y'all just still be. <laughs> I love him. Mm. so you know it it gets to a point where it's just convenient because now you're now it's like okay i can still excuse me oh yeah thank you Mm -hmm. hallelujah (laughs) i can you know do this this and this and you're still gonna be over here because you don't want to let it go i've already let it go oh wow so now we have ladies who are just there out of convenience for the man just Mm-hmm. Just there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just keeping it real. Wow. You're convenient. Wow. You're convenient. I'm sure and that hit home for some people. I mean, but <laughs> but ladies have to understand on their end. Yeah. They have to understand when it's time to go. Stop ignoring the sign. This man and told you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, yes. That's yes, a yes. one thing. Yes. That a lot of ladies sit there and say men lie. We don't tell. We be telling y'all the truth a lot of the times, but it's like y'all just 
again, like I said, from Jump Street, just go through one ear and not the other. Mm-hmm. And I just figured, oh, it'll work out or it'll change. No. A lot of the times, we didn't told you what it was. And then <laughs> later on, y'all get mad when it's, when you, when you thought it was going to change. Yeah. You know, and they still around. And then that's when it becomes, oh, she didn't, she pregnant now. So now you stuck like Chuck. Now you trapped. No, nah. Trapped in the closet. Now, 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 now the guy is trapped with the baby mom he don't want. Right. He can't get rid of. So it sounds like, okay, so some women are a convenience. But I think a lot of that is that, again, I'm going to take that back to the low self-esteem and they're not having the expectations or... They have expectations that are not being met and they're trying to change a man. So mm-hmm. that goes back to what you were saying, that you can't change a man. Mm-hmm. I think another factor that we as women looked at too, as we look at time invested, mm-hmm. because if I've been with this person X amount of years, mm-hmm. then I feel like I don't want to start over because I know you. Mm-hmm. I've invested time, energy, tears, sweat into you in this relationship. And I just want you to do right. I don't want to start over from scratch. And I think that's a lot of women's mindset sometimes is the fear of starting over mm-hmm. and the fear of what if nobody wants me if I leave him. Some of us have a, a mindset that a piece of a man is better than no man. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the truth. And then you also find those women who um, are emotionally damaged and they go from relationship to relationship to relationship, back to back to back, with no time in between. It's like they they popping mm-hmm. about. And it's like, you know, especially the ones who like to air their business on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You've been with Johnny for three months. Then we get in one post to be like, men ain't this, men ain't this, yada, yada, yada. And two days after that post... Now you with Sam. Where's Sam come from? Like, you just, you know, jumping from place to place. And while we're here, ladies, this moment is for you. Let's have an honesty moment. So, first of all, an honesty moment is something that the husband and I have in our relationship. That's correct. And what this honesty moment consists of, the honesty moment is a hard stop in whatever we're doing. Like, this is something that has to be talked about urgently. This is critical. I need you to put down cell phones, pens. If you're drinking something, put your cup down. If you're eating something, put your fork down. Like, this is absolutely that important that I need your undivided attention. So, ladies, I'm going to bring the honesty moment to this podcast. Now, for those of you who are jumping from relationship to relationship let me tell you why this is not healthy so you always need as a relationship what I call a season of solitude now during a season of solitude you first of all need to acknowledge um what went wrong in the relationship and you need to forgive yourself for me like I mentioned earlier how I spoke about I was in a relationship that was intended to be seasonal and I was continuously trying to drag it on. So after I got out of that relationship for good, I had a five year long 
season of solitude. Five years. Five years. Me, solo dolo. And what I recognized during that time frame is one, I had to forgive myself for allowing that relationship to go on for more, for longer than it should have went on. I had to forgive myself. And I had to, this is going to be a hard one, ladies, forgive him for some of the stuff that he put me through. Because honestly, some of that stuff could have been voided if I just would have left. Just like you said, the signs were there. I chose to stay. Why? Because I had already invested so much time. That was part of the reason. Second part is because, oh, I love him. I love all that. Mm-hmm. All, all that was intertwined mm-hmm. in it. So when I sat back and I, one, forgave myself for, first of all, allowing myself to be in a relationship where this man did not honor me. He did not respect me. Um, where I felt like there was no love per se, what true love it should look like. I, at that time, I was like, oh, I love him from what I understood love to be. But once I, like I said, forgave myself and forgave him, there then came a time of self-reflection and self-discovery where I pretty much said, okay, this man has been in my life for X amount of years to the point that I have to get back to Ashley. Who is Ashley? What does Ashley like to do? What are Ashley's goals? Who am I? And once I got to that level of, okay, I think I'm a pretty cool person. That's when the... The self-love came in the whole, because when I was in that relationship, y'all listen, let me tell y'all something. That relationship stripped me down to the bare minimum to where I was even questioning myself, um, whether I was worthy to actually be in a relationship where I was loved. That's how bad that relationship was. So once I had a rediscovery of self and a rediscovery of, dang, I'm pretty bomb, like, you know, every and that's cool. Everybody's not going to like you and that's okay. But once you get to the point of, listen, you can't tell me nothing. Then it becomes easier for you to set boundaries or to set your non-negotiables when you're dating. So when you go through the season of solitude and you're forgiving yourself, you're forgiving the other person, you have redis- a new discovery of yourself. You have falling in love with yourself all over again. So now it comes a time that when somebody else does approach you, your self-esteem is where it needs to be. You have a good sense of self. And now it's easier for you to say, you know what? Mm-mm. I can't tolerate that. And that doesn't come from a place of arrogance. That comes from a place of, you know, if you were in a, ba- a relationship that was verbally abusive and you go through this process and you do the healing that you're supposed to do, then when someone else comes along and you see they have a trait of verbal abuse, you could say you could chuck them deuces easy and say, no, sir, I'm worth more than that. If you come from a relationship where there's, you know, physical abuse or whatever it is that calls you to lose yourself and your self-worth, when you see that same trait in somebody else, it's so much easier to chuck them deuces. Because keep in mind, during this this season of solitude, it wasn't that I didn't have guys approaching me. I did. But it's because I got to a place in myself that I recognized the foolishness off bat and I accepted it right then when it was happening instead of allowing it to persist. Baby, you could not tell me nothing. So it was so many guys. I was like, child, no, 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 no. Leave me alone. You know, <laughs> it really got to that point. So, lady, that is just my tidbit. That is my honesty moment because seriously, I don't want anyone to be stuck in a situation where you're, you don't 
feel like you're appreciated. You don't feel worthy. You don't feel loved because that is not how a relationship is supposed to be. I don't want you, you know, my husband just said he and told you about how some men, um, you can become a convenience to some man just because you refuse to see um, the signs or when it's time to let go. Letting go is okay because that means better is coming. So just let it, just let it go. Just let go. I, let go. I promise you. Because had I not let go, I would not be here with my husband now. Like I would not be because it would be so much crap I would have still been dealing with. When the fact is you don't have to. You don't have to. So yeah, that's my honesty moment for the ladies. I just had to put that in there. <laughs> we had a real come to Jesus hey, man, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> put it out there for real. Yes. For real. For real, for, for real. real, for real. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add to that? Um, I don't know. I mean, we, we get the, we, I guess everybody got the point. You know, from the male and the, the female, I just want to add that, you know, not all guys are dirtbags, ladies. They are not. They are not. not Please all, get rid of that mindset. They really, there are some good guys out there. Right. We're, we're not all dirtbags. You know, it's it's just part of communicating mm-hmm. and being honest with each other and with self. And with self. That's huge. Yes. I think and, I think some people are good at being honest with others, but when it comes to self, it's a little bit of self denial. And at the same time, listening, mm-hmm. listen, what the other person is saying, because listen. I mean, I know I've been saying this all day, but I've been saying it's like one thing going to one ear and out, out the, the other. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, men do it too, but we pick up on things real quickly. Yes, you know, because you know we pursued you, so we didn't already picked it up, right? You know, so it's like y'all. It's like oh, oh, I it's a discovery for y'all because y'all are like oh, okay, what? Mm-hmm. You know, but we ain't already picked up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we we ain't already either heard about you, or we didn't we didn't try you, or mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. So mm-hmm. you know, okay, it's what it is. It is what it is. It's what it is. All right, it's like another good episode. Look at us. <laughs> yep, double dose episode two. <laughs> Yes. So again, y'all, thank you for tuning in for another episode of our Journey of Love podcast with Ashley and Fillmore. Whoop whoop. I was waiting for that. I was waiting <laughs> for the whoop whoop. <laughs> Be sure to t- tune in and next um, for our next episode. Um, but until then, love is patient, love is kind. We'll see you all next time. Peace.